What's goody, what's goody, Anchor? It's 7 million. I am coming back with my second episode for today. Before I had to start getting myself ready for the work week, I wanted to knock out as many episodes as possible. I'm trying to push myself. So today's episode is discussing, can you survive in the wild? And I put personally for myself, hell no. Um, To the ones who may not know, I was homeless and I did live outside, but, you know, there was a (laughs) 7-Eleven. So (laughs) that's that's how the fuck I survived. But completely being out in the wild where I have to hunt, kill, make a fire, build a shelter. I was never in Girl Scouts. I have never been camping I don't know how to make smoke. I don't know what's poisonous and what's not. Um, I don't. I don't know how to make sharp objects from scratch. Okay. I. I don't know how to get the fur off of an animal once it has been killed. I don't know what has to be taken out of it this is shit that I really don't fucking know and then when my mother and I were having this discussion because she likes to watch those natural geographic shows about the wild and animals and survival tactics she talking all this shit to me but then I realized she gonna be hit just as much as me because she gonna be fucking crying at least I'm gonna try I'm not going to try to kill no animal because, like, if, bitch, if it's not coming out the fucking grocery store, I don't know what to do. Ain't no Goya seasoning out this bitch. Ain't no knives. Ain't no tools. Ain't, I I don't know what the fuck to do. What am I going to serve the shit with? Just, just, just meat? With no, with no fucking taste? Like, I... I I can't and I really I really started to think I really started to think no bullshit hard because this is a life lesson. You don't know what may happen to you at any given time. And the best survival is knowing how to survive in any fucking situation. So it really started to make me think like is there a class I can take that can teach me this shit like Teach me how to make edge weapons. I don't Lord have mercy. Like my grandfather is a country bumpkin. He knows how to like kill chickens and wring their neck and pluck off the feathers and, and then go season it, then go deep fry. I don't have time for all that shit. Like we can pick up fried chicken from Ralph's, it's nothing. But to have to do all of this shit from scratch, my lord. I'd be sitting there looking crazy for 72 fucking hours before I attempt any motherfucking thing. I know I would. I don't know how to make smoke, okay? I don't know how to rub sticks together to make a fire. I'm really, when I say I'm really a fucking city kid, I'm really a city kid. Like, I'm not used to a lot of grass and and pollen and all and all this type of shit. This is not shit that I'm used to. But being homeless is definitely a survival art and definitely a skill that helped me that helped me maneuver. Okay. Um when I was getting a lot of questions like, 
how did how did you clean yourself what did you go to clean yourself what did you go to use the bathroom um how how did you escape you know with people trying to attack you like how did you maneuver through those things it's completely different from being just completely fucked off in a while like at the end of the day bitch i had a 7-eleven <laughs> like i had a 7-eleven there's a 7-eleven damn on every fucking corner and they took ebt so but um how i survived with being homeless i definitely had to learn the art of hiding myself um, I was never one of those people that completely could completely sleep out in the open. I was, I had to become the master of learning how to hide myself with limited resources. Okay. One person thinking they seeing something and actually seeing something is completely two different things. So I got... I got crafty with hiding myself. I got crafty with learning how to wash my clothes out by hand, even if I only had one one set of clothes. I had to um, I had to learn how to do all of that in limited time. Uh, it was a lot of things I, I had to do quick. Uh, I, I had a lot of limited time for shit. So, and also. You have to you have to learn how to be able to keep yourself clean enough until you're able to take a real shower or a real bath. In my in my backpack, I always carried a bar of soap, a washcloth I took from motels, and um a toothbrush, toothpaste, and uh I never really had like had a comb or brush. I was always wearing a lot of hats and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and hustling from one job to the next, um, going to get motels when I could and shit like that so I can be able to take a real shower, um, washing my clothes out in the sink if I knew I had that motel. Like mostly my thing was like getting motels on the weekend. <clears throat> <clears throat> like on a Friday uh, and have it for Saturday and Sunday and then check out on Monday to go to work. So that would give me time to wash out my clothes by hand, hang them up. I didn't have no iron, so I really had to learn how to stretch my clothes to the fullest extent in order for my shit not to look as wrinkled or to try not to have my situation revealed too much. It was a lot of times where I was completely fucked off. I'm not going to lie. Um, but also the survival of knowing at nighttime when the movement switches and changes, I learned how to, I learned how to be able to tell time without a watch or a cell phone by the way the sun would hit. So it like and my time wasn't necessarily completely accurate. I'll always be like 20 or 30 minutes off. But for the most part, that that was enough for me to maneuver on. So I learned how to tell time by the sun, which is, uh, I guess, an important life skill, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I learned I learned how to tell time by the sun. Uh, I learned how to hide. I learned how to um, 
wash myself with uh, limited resources and uh, clean my clothes with limited resources. Um, trying to, oh, also learning the movement at nighttime. And if you ever been in North Hollywood on, uh, I was about to say fucking Van Nuys on fucking uh, Magnolia and Violin. That shit goes down in the DM. Be out that bitch one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, and you bound to see some shit that look like something straight out of fucking Elm Street on God. And I'm not bullshitting. Anyways, learning the movement at night. Also, learning, um, learning, I had to learn a lot of like hidden streets. In North Hollywood, because I noticed with me walking at night and, you know, there were drunk people, guys in cars. And at that time, there were a lot of people plotting and try to kill homeless people. I got poisoned. Um, there were people coming out, put it, passing out sandwiches, acting like they're helping. And it was actually rat poison in the fucking sandwiches. So I ended up getting poisoned really bad. At one point in time, and that's when I stopped accepting food from people. If it's not already pre-packaged from a fucking store, I didn't take it. Because after that incident with that food poisoning, I was fucked up. Oh my God, I thought I was going to die. Lord have mercy. Lord, 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 Lord. That was that was some shit. Um, any fucking ways... So I had, I had to learn not to take food from people. I had to learn like people or act like they're not following you, but they're following you. And also in your weakest and most vulnerable points, people will try to pick you up, put you in a car and never bring you back. Um, there were a lot of pimps try to uh, gorilla pimp you, beat on you to, to make you forcefully sell your body for them. It's all it's all type of shit you have to you have to avoid with living on the streets. Um, also, who you can trust and who you can't trust, because it'll be a lot of people acting like they want to help you and help you get off your feet. And then you get back with them and you realize they're crazy as a motherfucker. Okay, and I have been through that situation numerous amounts of time. And um, a joke I used to make all the time is the military pop up. Okay, now if I was weak and I was vulnerable, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I would leave and I would go with a person, not a not a a stranger, but somebody I felt like I I thought. I knew, but didn't know that they was really out to lunch until I got there. So my signature thing was I would lay down by the front door, right? One eye open, be fully fucking clothed, fully fucking clothed. My book bag, my jacket, my shirt, my pants, my shoes, my phone. So in the moment's notice, I can pop the fuck up on both feet, handspring pop up, bitch, don't do me, handspring pop up and walk smooth the fuck out there, bitch. In the moment's notice, that was my signature. 
I would do a handspring pop up so fucking quick. A lot of people ain't know I had that capability. Let me let me talk. Let, let me preach for a minute. Handspring pop up in a moment, seconds notice. I will never, ever, ever, ever take off my shoes or my coat because the last thing you want is for a person to tell you that you can get comfortable and then when you don't fuck, they kick you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing you want is to have your shit scattered, be trying to find your shit, leaving your shoes behind and they just like, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. Listen, I... I would do a handspring pop-up, fully motherfucking clothes with heavy-ass boots on and walk the fuck up out there, bitch. Yes, I would. Now, some of my most craziest stories, and a lot of times my cousin Jasmine, she thinks that I'm making jokes about a lot of the things that I have been through or witnessed with me being outside, and it's not a joke. It's, it's really real-life events, but it seems so far-fetched or something out of a movie when you haven't witnessed it yourself. One of my, I want to say one of my most craziest incident was with this gentleman in North Hollywood who used to sell weed but he was raped in prison so he had a lot of feminine ways uh painted eyebrows painted mustache um he he was just out of pocket the nigga was out to lunch like really acting fucking crazy like he was really a fucking nutcase they just released his ass into the fucking wow okay so i didn't have any place to go he got a motel room at the econo if you are familiar with the north hollywood area then you know the econo you know how nasty it is you know how ratchet it is it's ghosts it's bed bugs it's trainees um not trainings as far as disrespect but it's 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 you bound to see some shit like did i just see what yes you saw that yes that was real yes okay so if you are familiar with the econo you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about so he had a motel room with this african girl right and he let my mother and I sleep in a closet. Now, the thing about the Econo is you can kind of finesse because sometimes the closets would be big or sometimes they did have a room with an extra room, you know, just depending on how the owner felt or whatever. But anyways, in the middle of the night, by the time we met up with him, it was probably going on 11 or 12. Okay, now... I still had to go. I still had to be to work by 8:45, so it was it was nothing for me to be trying to figure out all night what the fuck I'm going to do. That was nothing. Me any damn way. Be in a motel room, okay? These niggas are getting high. They're getting high in the fucking motel room. We're in the closet. Now another thing that I learned with being outside hollow ground is very fucking important if you're in a room where people are smoking meth crack hollow ground is important like a motherfucker not saying you won't be you know a little disarray i got really really sick one time you know with someone that was smoking meth and crack 
and I, w- I was on hollow ground, but I did end up, you know, getting sick a little bit. But I- I'm just saying, like, hollow ground is important any fucking ways. They're in the room. They're getting, they're getting fucking high. We're in the closet. Next thing I know, 20, 30 minutes later, she's screaming at the top of her fucking lungs. The bitch is screaming, 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 because he is trying to stick his dick in her ear. Okay. I don't know what people get out of that. I thought that was just some shit off a of family guy. I, I, I personally wouldn't fucking know, but she was screaming at the top of her lungs. The police came. Okay. I'm still in the fucking closet. The police don't even know I'm in the fucking closet. And Blue trying to find her fucking cigarette. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Okay, the police are in this bitch. And the last thing you want is to be in a situation with no identification. Because they will take that ass in. Okay, they will. And that's the last thing you want when you ain't got a person you can call to come get your ass. That is, oh, I had to learn how to avoid the police in a moment's fucking notice. I like my my senses had to go the fuck off because you don't want a situation where you know you got to go to work to try to make this money so you can get a room, but you don't have no identification to show nobody. That is the last fucking thing you want. You are a John Doe. Okay, so I've had to learn how to avoid that in a in a moment's notice. I had to learn how to run on E with no food, only surviving on coffee and water from a job because that's most likely that's all they'll provide for you. Um, I had to learn with learn how to survive with going days and days on end without a proper meal, um, not even a bag of chips. Just running and running days on end and days on end and still trying to be in my right frame of mind. Like, so those are those are survival tactics that I learned with being out in that situation. But I don't think those same tactics can apply the same way with literally being outside. Well, yeah, it was times that I was outside without like a, a blanket or a tin or uh, anything, uh, ants and spiders and shit trying to crawl down my asshole. I've been through shit like that, getting sprayed by water sprinklers, getting caught in the rain with no dry clothes. And as I'm trying to dry, my clothes is drying, so you still cold and, and shaking and shit, damn near going through hypothermia outside. I've been through all of that. But I don't think those same tactics will apply in the wild <laughs> where you're dealing with you're dealing with ants, you're dealing with rats, you're dealing with squirrels, you're dealing with dogs and shit like that. But actually dealing with lions, tigers and bears. Oh, my. I, I don't I don't know if it really applies the same way. <laughs> so. It really had me thinking, like, maybe I should take 
or is there a class that I can take to learn survival tactics, especially without me ever going to the service? I know Dollar Bill can't save me. Dollar Bill is my grandfather. He was he was in um he wasn't in the navy. Is it the army? I think it was the army. He's gonna be upset if he thinks that I don't know. But um he don't remember half that fucking shit. You know how long ago that was? <laughs> it's, it's not like if you're not using that shit every day. You bound to forget. This is this is not fucking taken. We don't we don't remember a lot of this shit like that. So Dollar Bill can't save me. But I wanted to know if there's a class or something that I can sign up for. Like what would it be called? Uh a a war class or some shit like that. It, it really got really got me thinking because I'm like, no cap, you don't know what can happen to you at at any given fucking moment. So a lot of shit, what we think not important is important. Bitch, Siri ain't going to save your motherfucking life, bitch. You going to have to know some shit on your own. Are there survival apps? <laughs> Maybe Siri can't save my life. <laughs> like Siri called Obama and tell her we stuck in, in the fucking wild. I don't know. Is it apps for that? I should Google it. But I feel as though it's important for everybody to learn some form of a survival tactic. Not saying you should force yourself to be in any type of situation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's important to learn basic self-defense. If a person try to... Fuck is texting me. Is to learn basic self-defense if a person try to snatch you any motherfucking thing. You don't know what can happen at any given fucking moment. And it's nothing like you have sleep and you trying to fight to get a nigga up off you. That's my signature too because I've had a, a few people try to fucking snatch me. But obviously I'm still living to tell a story, bitch. <laughs> I'm still living and telling fucking story, bitch. But all of that shit is very much so real. It's it's the basics to know how to get a person up off of you, how to get out that fucking situation, all that. How to pro- how to protect yourself. And the best survival is to knowing how to survive on all aspects of life no matter what you have or what you don't have but it's mostly important to survive with limited resources if you can survive off a little bit bitch you can survive off a lot okay but how the fuck i'm like as my mom and i were talking about this this shit really got me thinking now like it's it's more important than the fuck i ever thought Cause I've always said, I've always said that I'm indestructible, meaning if the world blows up, I'll still be here in roaches. And if I am the only one that's here, I'm, I'm going to need to know how to survive. Um, so I've been putting a lot of thought into that. No cap. I've been putting a lot of thought into it mentally, meaning like 
I want to be that person no matter what happens to me, what blessing, what fall, what whatever misunderstanding, whatever it is, I want to be able to know how to survive it. That's the type of person that I want to be. That's the type of bitch that I want to be. I want to be fucking um, G.I. Jane. Okay, that's what the fuck I want. Um, you know, I want to be G.I. Jane with a weave, a 20 inch fucking weave, because that other shit is, is not for me. You know, when G.I. Jane didn't have any hair or some shit or she had a buzz cut. Um, all of my 80s babies, please speak up because I personally wouldn't fucking know. I never saw the movie. I didn't even know there was a G.I. Jane. So I'm the 90s baby. So I I need the new and improved version of G.I. Jane. I need a 20-inch weave, and I need to know how to be able to survive some shit, period. Um, so today's episode was just basically discussing surviving in all situations. I am going to do a breakdown in all of my crazy-ass stories with being out in the streets, everything that I've had to witness, not just that motel room with him trying to fuck her in her ear. I've been through a lot worse and seen some shit. I had been locked in a room with people doing crack and men fucking men that got eight kids. No cap. I had been in a situation where I was in a room and it was this girl who liked women but was clapping this nigga in front of everybody to fucking survive. Like, I've been, I've seen some shit, okay? And I want to speak about it on my fucking show. <laughs> that I pray that nobody plays Dollar Bill this episode. I pray because, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've been through some wild shit, uh, a lot of shit. And I want to go ahead and discuss that shit in detail. But, um, don't forget y'all bless y'all especially your divine all that good stuff please follow me on instagram at seven spencer s-c-v-i-n-s-p-e-c-e-n why i can't spell s-c-v-i-n-s-p-e-n-c-e-r on instagram follow me on instagram anchor spotify uh apple music itunes i'm i'm out there click thank you